0: Welcome
1: to After the Podcast. <laughs> I feel like I should have like a dinner jacket on with like a pipe or something. I know, right? This is it. We're, we're done. So, yeah. so we're not podcasting anymore, and and uh, Kyle, you can you can say whatever you want in whatever language you want. Um, I would ask that you still keep it fairly clean, but you know, I mean, I ah, see, we can't hear you. We don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we think that would change? Exactly. <laughs> You're going to have to get a lot better technology over there.
2: Yeah, I have really, I have no idea why that's doing that at all. But anyway. I think it's God's way of telling you you're wrong. <laughs> <I'm, yeah. laughs> Trying to shut you up
1: is <laughs> what he's doing.
2: <laughs> or at the very least, say, yeah, you shouldn't have done this podcast. Right, right. I was going to give a shout out to all of your listeners in Ireland. Because uh, I understand you have a following. We do, we do. Quite a big one. I was going to tell them, uh, I can't, I tell you, of all the languages out there, I mean, Gaelic is tough. But I looked it up, and apparently, is thank you in Gaelic. Huh. And that's what I was going to tell your listeners in Ireland.
1: I thought it was just thank you. Well, you just did. Yeah, well, I mean, we are still recording. And I'm sure you butchered it. Well, the, I said it
0: again.
2: Yeah, yeah. But hopefully hopefully they're not like the French and will get offended because they didn't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> and uh and, and there go all your and, French listeners. And who cares
1: uh, who cares if they do get offended? What exactly are they gonna do? Uh, they don't yeah. do anything, uh, they just hide. We, 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 all we are about people. <laughs> you you are rotten people, you're gonna run away. We're gonna run away. Uh, prideful Americans. <laughs> now go going Russian, fart. They
2: have a fart in our general I direction. A
1: fart in your general direction. <laughs>
2: And if
1: you don't leave, I will insult
2: you again. Yes. No, I will taunt you again. No, but I like the Irish, and I wish
1: I spoke Gaelic. And I like Guinness, Uh, so. Yeah, I I, I never Uh, never did like Guinness. Oh, man. Love it. You know you have to go to a school to learn how to pour that? Hmm. There is literally a school that Guinness teaches that will not allow someone to pour their beer unless they have attended their school on how to pour their beer. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, and Guinness will will pay the bill to, to... And I mean, sometimes they'll send reps down and they will send you to school right there in your bar. But, um, but they have actually taken people and sent them off to wherever it is they do their thing um, and teach them how to properly pour a Guinness. And there is a proper way to do it. I would imagine. And if wow. it doesn't...
2: How would you feel if your child... Flunked out of Guinness
1: School. <laughs> hey, Dad. I flunked out of Guinness School. <laughs> Guess I gotta go to Cooner's Light yeah. School. <laughs> 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 what kind of school would that be? Oh know. my gosh. It'd be in the Rocky Mountains, though, at least. Would it? Yeah. yeah, at least it'd be there. Yeah. You gotta like lose a tooth or It'd be, it'd be better there. than Bud Light School. No, because Bud Light was gonna be real bad. <laughs> natural lights out in Beaumont I think <laughs> <laughs> we used to have we yeah. pearl, we, yeah. we used to have the pearl yeah. we had pearl and Lone Star right there uh, God, we had both a pearl we actually had the uh the, they made it right there right there under the freeway mm-hmm. in I ten and, yep. and Calder. Yep.
2: no no that was just a distributor but the sign is still there yeah yeah
1: it is pearl beer yeah. so Kyle and I were yeah. uh we used to we used to do uh uh, uh two summers or, or two winters I think we, we sold Christmas trees um, in this little lot that was right there by the Lone Star Pearl beer distributor. And, um, and the funny story about Kyle is we were, uh, we're out there and we're freezing to death. I mean, it was cold. It's December. You know, we're selling these stupid Christmas trees Yeah, we're not doing anything. We're sitting on a freaking truck, staring at the cars going by making $4 an hour, um, Anyway, right next, right behind uh, this lot was a, a little place called Cody's, which was a uh, like a little bar type thing. It wasn't a bar, but hey, it, hey, 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 hey,
2: hey, hey, wait a minute. I don't know if the statute of limitations is passed. So, this. anyway, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> we're, we're sitting here, we're selling, we're, uh, you know, we're watching these Christmas trees, we're, we're doing whatever, yeah. And uh, so the, the beer guy comes to deliver to, to Cody's. And, you know, he raises his little thing. He gets his 27 cases of beer or whatever. He goes to Cody's, and he goes in there to unload. Well, Kyle sees an opportunity. He walks over to the beer truck, left the door open. What the hell? Grabs two cases of beer, closes the door, walks up. (laughs) Comes back, lays the beer on the truck, said, it's on me. (laughs) Yeah, he he had quite a few Mexicans very, very happy with him that evening. (laughs) I didn't drink beer. I don't don't think I had a single one because I just didn't like it at the time. I don't remember what kind of beer no. you stole, either.
2: Yeah, um, I do remember. Well, see, we also had a gas station on the back side of that lot called Terrible Willys. Yeah, yeah. And um, as long as you didn't look seven years old, they would sell it to you. Oh, yeah,
1: wow. yeah. So,
2: yeah you go in
1: there, you know, 14, 15 years ago, I want some beer. Dude, you don't have to just get it and go. I don't <laughs> right. care. Don't
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, it's kind of one of the, I, I don't know if Troy's talked about my brother, but, you know, one of the big differences between my brother and I is that he got caught every time he did something. Well, he was underage. He decided to liberate a case of beer from Terrible Willys one night, pulls up in his new car. I say new, it was new to him. It was not a new vehicle. And he just walked in, grabbed a case beer, and took off. He didn't know about video cameras yet, and the problem was when the police ran the license plate number, it came back to my father's company. So he was driving your dad's company car. He, my dad had just bought the company car, the the Nova, given it to my brother. No, this would have been probably uh, like a Chevy Cavalier.
1: Oh, okay, okay, because you got the Nova, Yeah, Um, yeah.
2: I got to know them, yeah. Um, but yeah, they—the first person that the police contacted was actually my father's boss, who then was like, "I have, I have an idea of what's going on here."
1: So, and I'm sure they thought it was you. Uh,
2: no, no, he knew it was my brother. No, okay. uh, I, I never, I never had that vehicle. No, they, they knew exactly who it was.
1: But did you have the uh, tendency? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He just hadn't been caught. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. (laughs) Speaking speaking of not getting caught, speaking of not getting caught. So, you know, Kyle mentioned that, you know, his lifelong purpose was to torment me. Um, And this started at a young age. And I would go further to say that, that, you know, he had aspirations of trying to get me killed many times, you know, including the parachute. Um, So I am uh, enrolled at Lamar University college, uh, in Beaumont and me and a buddy of mine are staying in this little house, um, that, uh, is, is right off campus is right there off campus. And, um, Kyle is going to A&M, uh, at the time he was, he was still at A&M. Wow. I think you're on probation, but I think you were still at A&M. But anyway, he'd come in, uh, for the weekend or whatever. And Kyle decided that, uh, during this weekend we were going to see how many things we could really just jack up hmm and so i think that was the weekend we set the bonfire um that year the uh the bonfire was supposed to go off and the weather didn't allow it but all the stuff was still there so me, Kyle and my roommate Brian Brian May Brian May who is out of california what what uh he is now the attaché no, to the we're not governor gonna say that. i'm i'm going to i'm going to call him out uh anyway <laughs> Brian uh Brian Kyle and myself decide what the hell let's go get 5 gallons of gas and we uh we, we lit up the bonfire, yeah. and um, oddly enough, th- that night, he, he tried to kill Brian because Brian had poured all the gas on everything, and we couldn't find Brian, so we lit the bonfire, and Brian was at the top of it. We didn't know that. Uh, he quickly got to the bottom. But um, so then... Yeah. You went out. Your microphone went out. So after that trip... Um, we decided to to run around in in my, my roommate's car, this blue giant land yacht of a car, um, and it was like
2: a '76 Thunderbird.
1: Yeah, and one of the the um, one of the uh, fraternity, the 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 uh, the athletic fraternity, the one who was all of the jocks. Which in Lamar University they weren't that big, but they were big to us. Anyway, they were moving, and they they were going to build a new house, and they had found some some land over on the side. Of, of campus, and they had this big sign, Future Home of, what was the name of the Delta? Pikes. Delta Pikes. It was,
2: it was the Pikes.
1: Oh, the Pikes. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, it was the Pikes. And and so they had this giant sign that obviously cost several hundred dollars. And it had been there for, I don't know, three or four months, but they were really proud of it and everything. This was going to be. So Kyle gets the bright idea, hey, let's steal the sign. And we're like, why? Why not? <laughs> Good point. So we go over there. We try to take it off. Well, it ain't coming. It, 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 it is in the ground. It is buried. It is it is well put into this thing. So me, Kyle, and Brian, we sit there. We, we pretend like we're tipping cows, man. And we just take it off and just start beating on this sign. And we beat on it, beat on it. Finally, we get the damn thing out. And we throw it up on top of this land yacht. And we're holding it. And we're like, now what do we do with it? Uh, <laughs> I don't Let's know. Go home. Let's go home. So we go home, and we take the sign, and we throw it in our backyard, and that's it. That's the end of it. We continue to get drunk and stupid, and we have the rest of the night. Well, Kyle goes back to school Monday morning. For some reason, now, Kyle knew some people in this particular fraternity, and he had had heard that the fraternity was getting very angry. And the fraternity was very upset with whoever stole their sign. Now, they think it's a competing fraternity or someone that's trying to get back at them. They have no idea. It's just three stupid kids okay. just being stupid. So we're totally in the clear. But, you know, Kyle keeps hearing these rumors of they're going to kill these people, they're going to do this. Well, Kyle, in, in his defense, thinks he's doing a good thing, right? And he calls somebody at the fraternity and says, I know where your sign is. <laughs> He's in freaking A and M, way, 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 way away from the issue. Uh, I know where your sign is. Oh, well, where is it? Uh, it's in Troy and Brian's backyard. He sucked the entire. I mean, the entire fraternity now knows that we stole their sign. This is
2: this is not what happened. That's
1: exactly at what all. happened because I had two fraternity guys walk in my backyard, look at me like I'm no. going to kill you. And took their sign back.
2: <laughs> no, so
1: I don't know what deal was, he made. It was
2: but... no, so the the sign the theft of the sign made like Crime Stoppers, and they were blaming this other fraternity. <laughs> Which, by the way, Troy Crutchfield was the star of the first Crime Stoppers segment that ever aired in Beaumont, Texas.
1: Yeah, and I got the cops called on me like 10 times.
2: Yeah, yeah. And right after it aired, one of the teachers from the school completely rolled on Troy and called the police station, says, I know who that kid is. His name's Troy Crutchfield. they're
1: like, uh... Yes, ma'am, he was playing the actor. He wasn't the actual... People were calling in and going, I know who that was. That was Troy Crutchfield. I mean, they dropped a dime on me in a heartbeat. Didn't even think about
2: it. Yeah, I mean, he's like in seventh grade, you know, and... Anyway, uh, so what I did was since they were, I had some good friends that were in this other fraternity that they were blaming. So I called one of my friends in the other fraternity, and I was like, hey, you know, I know what the sign is. You know, Maybe you can ransom it for a keg of beer. (laughs) He was like, yeah, that's a good idea, because we're getting blamed anyway. So the other fraternity came and picked it up and returned it in exchange for a case of beer. So it all worked out. I-, I muted me. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was going to say, is Troy finally having uh, mic problems?
1: It fell over, and I'm trying to put it back without making a huge noise, but <laughs> obviously it's reverberating through everything.
2: I was afraid Troy was going to expose me for being the uh, rooster assassin in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, there was that too. He he killed the neighborhood rooster, uh, no, no, no. which no, that was actually that was actually a public service. I, I can't I can't get upset about that. You know, not
2: just that. but he, That was not a bad
1: shot. It was, not it was it, it was about forty yards at night. At night, forty yards with 40 a BB yards gun. It
2: was, hmm. That was at least eighty yards.
1: Nah, if it was any really more than forty, you wouldn't have killed it. It bounced <laughs> off of it. That was a that was a red rider. That was a red rider spring loaded BB gun. It didn't have no, a lot no, of power. No,
2: no, no. <laughs> that was a Benjamin Pump pellet. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and it whew, whew,
1: whew. We also are we, took we, him out. we lived next door to a Vietnamese guy. Me and my uh my my roommate, we lived next door to a Vietnamese guy. And we uh he was having a barbecue one day and they brought over a plate of barbecue. And the Vietnamese barbecue is kinda of odd because it's meat cut into little cubes. Yeah. And it's very red. I, I didn't know if it was it was rare or what? But it's a very red meat. It's mm-hmm. it's a very oriental taste. It's uh, quite spicy, but it's got a good flavor to it. and He brought it over, and um, and he brought it over a plate and he gave it to me and Brian. And Brian and I sat there. And of course, we were poor. We didn't have any money. We ate it like crazy. It was wonderful. And uh, so I took the plate back over to my my neighbor, and uh, handed him the plate. And he didn't speak real good English, but it was a little bit. And uh, I said, "What what was that? You know, is it pork? Is it cow? Is you know what was it?" He goes, "Ah." um pagogi i said yeah i said what (laughs) pagogi i said pagogi he goes ah yeah pagogi what is pagogi he goes um dog no way (laughs) he cooked the dog oh (laughs) we it was good i mean i I gotta admit it was pretty damn good (laughs) But I, you know, of course, I'm, I'm kind of disgusted at this point. And I, I go back to my, you know, I game is and I said, "Oh well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother bringing me anymore." But I go home and I'm there. my my, my, my roommate sitting there, you drinking a beer or whatever. And, and I said, "So what do you think about that? Uh, what do you think about that uh, that barbecue, man?" He goes, "Oh, it's pretty good." I said, "Yeah, I thought it was a little rough <coughs> myself." <laughs> 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 and uh, I, I went on a couple more puns and finally told him. <laughs> so we what always, was that, uh, that movie um, uh, Where he ate the mountain oysters Oh uh, Chevy Chase Was it uh, Was it Chevy Chase? I thought it was Billy, what, Billy Crystal that Continental Divide I thought that was Billy the Crystal and divide. City Slickers I it was like um, Like a uh, family vacation uh, yeah. uh, Anyway Kind of reminds me of that uh? Yeah. Man, these are delicious What are they? Mountain oysters, well, what's that? And spits a couple out. He broke the record eating them. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it, it was pretty good, but it was just, ugh. Huh. yeah. Kyle came over to my house one night. Remember, remember, I told you how um, how I had decided I every time I drink I get sick. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kyle, he he didn't necessarily get sick, but you know, except once in a while. But when he got sick, he got real sick. Can't hear you. Anyway, <laughs> can't hear you. Comes over to my house at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night one night, walks in my door, and he's like, Hey man, uh can I crash here? I said, Yeah, no problem. You know, you got your couch, man. There's your couch. All right. What well, takes about three steps, throws up the most beautiful blue color. What? Plasma-looking stuff all over my orange shag carpet, and this is a '70s shag carpet that's like that tall. (laughs) You know, of course, it's been in here forever, so it's all laid down. None of it's standing up, and I have, and it smelled pretty good too. Come on, he had just been out, and I don't know how many blue Hawaiians and Hummers he had. But he had enough that the the moment he walked in my door, he couldn't have done it out on the porch or yeah. you know in the car. No, the moment he walked in God. my door, he blew blew Hawaiian all over my house. That was the most horrible thing to ever clean up. Oh gosh, are you frozen?
2: No, I'm not frozen. I'm just listening <laughs> because that was the same night. So Troy was a security guard. <laughs> at a women's door. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: And when it came time for him to go to work, I was still in no condition to drive across town to get home. So I just went to work with Troy. And Troy made the mistake of leaving his police walkie-talkie sitting around. And I kept calling the entire police department uh-huh. to respond to an attack at the girls dorm. And couldn't get the radio away
1: from me quick enough. Of course, this guy's getting on the radio. One at 12, one at yeah. 12. See the man <laughs> over at the dormitory. He's, yeah. he's naked. I think he's naked. <laughs> <laughs> of you know, yeah. course, nobody knew who it was. He was just coming across the radio. And they're right. like, uh, traffic, come back. And I'm like, uh, please disregard. Please disregard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, I, yeah, I used to, my job was, uh, I was the night yeah. guard. I was the night guard. At the woman's sorority dorm, there were seven sororities inside this one building, and it was my job to protect them. You poor thing. I know. It was a terrible job. From 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.
2: Oh, no. It was not a cool thing at all. <laughs> all he got to do was watch all these girls make out with other guys. Man, that's that's, that's saying, pretty right? much yeah. the truth. I kicked out a lot
1: of guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they all loved me, um, but it was all a very friendly love. You know, it was never... There was never any romance. I never dated any of them. Um, Kyle did. Kyle dated one of them. Um, well, Annette, uh, yeah, I Annette.
0: until the time. Of, oh, no.
2: <laughs> I thought you were talking about somebody. No, nope. uh, you know who I'm who, talking about. Who, no, who broke a date with me because she had to go out of town that weekend only to find out that the security guard saw her making out with a dude that night.
1: Yeah, no, no. So. Kyle, Kyle had the hots for uh, a girl that would spend the night at my house quite know. a bit, too. Her name was Annette. And uh, him and Annette were quite chummy. Whatever. <laughs> That's a very inside joke that I don't think we'll ever tell on this podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, you just
2: made it ten times worse than what actually
1: happened. Which was nothing. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot, man. So, Kyle, what do you think? You think uh, you think we make any sense about this whole Genesis thing?
2: I think, I think you do. For the people of that paradigm, I think you make a lot of sense. I don't know that they're going to enjoy our discussion. Um, I just don't know if it had much entertainment value. I don't know. I think most of your podcasts are more lively than I think the way that one went. But
1: How would you know? You've only listed two-thirds of one. <laughs> well, well, I and that to happened, happened to be I... the one that you tried to kill me on. All right.
2: So I gotta I gotta ask Justin. I mean, so he did cover the fact that the whole parachute thing began with the fact that he had a descending parachute.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, we talked about it. You haven't listened <laughs> to the whole you haven't listened to the whole thing yet. No, <laughs> and no, that my I brilliant idea was just turn it around, right?
2: I just think it's funny <laughs> that there is such a thing as a descending and an ascending parachute. I mean, who knew?
1: Well, obviously not me, or you. I wouldn't have known. Because I was being drugged behind a a sidekick Jeep (laughs) at 35 miles an hour with a descending parachute that wasn't ever going to go up in the air. Yeah,
2: now that is one thing that I didn't quite factor in, the fact that (laughs) it's hard enough to run 35 miles an hour, but running 35 miles an hour when you are tied to a parachute (laughs) must be very difficult.
1: Well, the, the worst part about that whole experience... Was it was the fact that I had tied the rope to the vest? I didn't even tie the rope to right. the
0: chute. I tied it to the vest.
1: Every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: So the vehicle's actually pulling me. It's not pulling the chute. It's pulling (laughs) me. And the chute is full of air, but it's behind me trying to stop me. So I'm being pulled in essence two different directions. And uh, that was the worst part. And, and I learned my lesson on that. And I was able to no longer tie the rope to the, sh- to, the, to the vest, but tie it to the chute. And that way, I could always hit the quick release and get out of the vest. But uh, when you pull me into a fire hydrant. <laughs> but and Kyle and I have had so some I'll, strange times.
2: I was uh, talking about one of your more brilliant moves yesterday, in fact when Troy and I were building houses together, Troy uh, Troy did not partake in the taco truck no that would come through the subdivision.
1: Well oh, I did once. I did once.
2: I know you did. Near as often as I did. And one day he decides he's going to be down with the guys. He's gonna go get a taco off the taco truck. He goes over there and asks the guy what he has. I got this. I got that. He's like, you know, I got barbacoa. Troy says, "I'll take two of those." I was like, Troy. I was like, I don't think that's what you want. Now he and I had had probably, you know, I had probably gotten on his nerves quite a bit that day already because he looked at me and said, "You don't have to tell me what to do all the time."
1: Keeping in mind that I was, I outranked him. Yeah. I got him the job. Yeah. In fact, I yeah. I threatened to quit because he didn't get hired on. So I put my sure. job this on was, the line this was at the second. This was at the second place. Oh, you're talking about but it? Oh, you're talking about it at okay. Standard. Oh, then you worked for uh, me at, at Standard. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was his boss.
2: <laughs> yeah. So he said, you don't have to tell me what to do all the time. I was like, all right, man, knock like yourself out. See, the thing is, I knew that Troy thought Barbacoa was barbecue. And I knew that Troy thought he was probably going to get a couple of really tasty brisket type of tacos. That's not what barbacoa is at all. So it's sure meat. enough, a couple hours later, he gets to see his tacos all over again and spends the next three hours <laughs> trying to get them back out of his system.
1: For those of you don't know, so, barbacoa is head meat. It's yeah. the meat of the and head real, of the cow.
2: And it's real so greasy.
1: It's the cheek. It's the forehead. It's the ears. It's it's yeah. the nasty part. Yeah, you got to go, don't you?
2: So,
1: oh, okay. I thought oh, you had to I go. I mean, I do. But
2: so our uh, our painting contractor came in, who was from Mexico, and toilet thing like, man, how do you guys eat that crap? He was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you know, what did you get? He's like, man, I got a couple of barbacoa tacos from the guy. He's like, oh, <laughs> we don't need that.
1: We don't need that. Jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the most brilliant things that Kyle and I, so Kyle and I have worked together God, forever. I mean, it just seems like since, since third grade, we've been working together, you know, in one way or another. And even now we still work together on some things, but, um, it was in the first, uh, subdivision that we worked on. I was a, an assistant superintendent. He was started off as what they call a punch guy, but he wasn't a very good punch guy. So he ended up being kind of a of an assistant superintendent as well. Um, anyway, uh, the, uh, the, the the city inspector was all over me that week because there was trash all over the subdivision. And it wasn't in all of our dumpsters, for whatever reason, were full. We couldn't get them to get emptied. And the the city inspector came in and said, look, I'm going to shut you down. If you can't get this cleaned up by Monday, I'm going to shut you down. Wow. And w- this was one of those subdivisions where we were dropping 50, 60 homes a month. I mean, we were, we were turning over homes like crazy. Wow. And they're these cheap 12, 1400 square foot homes, you know, cheap starter homes. I think back then they were under $100,000. Yeah. You know, they were, they were just, just cheap.
2: Oh, no, we were building, now these were starter homes.
1: Yeah. 12, so I said 12, 1400 12, square 12, foot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. two five.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So 60 grand, 70 grand, you know, the most expensive one might be in, you know, 100. Um, but anyway, so, so we're building all these homes, and we're just dropping them. So there's there's garbage everywhere, you know, just all kinds of trash. And uh, we probably had 80 homes going at that particular moment. And um, and all the dumpsters are full. I can't get any of the dumpsters picked up. And My boss was on vacation or something. I don't remember Joe, where Joe was, but he was nowhere to be found. So it was up to me and Kyle to, to get this fixed. And I came up with an idea. I said, Kyle, I got it. You get on the Bobcat, I'll get on the backhoe, we're going to get this fixed. (laughs) And so we went to one of the homes that was under construction, and one of the ones that had a really big backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get ahead of me, Justin. (laughs) And I dug a hole in that backyard bigger than my swimming pool. I mean, a huge, huge cavern. (laughs) In the back of this thing. Meanwhile, Kyle is on the backhoe, or on the Bobcat, getting all the trash from the subdivision, pushing it down the street, getting it to this one location, you know. And I'm digging these holes, and I got a giant pile of, you know, mountain of dirt over here, and I've got a way for Kyle to get in. And here he comes, boy, and he starts pushing all the dirt. And we're we're pushing all this garbage into this hole. And I'm telling you what, in a matter of about six or seven hours, we had cleaned that park at that, that subdivision. It was spotlessly clean. There was not one speck of, of paper, dirt, nothing that was out of place. And, of course, I covered the hole. Of course, now that person's backyard <laughs> is about four God. foot higher than it was. And, of course, he and I are running over it with the backhoe and the, and the bobcat trying to you know oh squish God. it down and everything. So, Monday morning comes. The inspector comes in. He goes, Dad, come go. Good job, guys. Great job. That that's excellent. <laughs> and our bosses found out what had happened. And they came down and they, they came down personally and shook our hands and said, guys, y'all y'all did an amazing job. I, I you know, we really appreciate the effort y'all put in. I don't know how you did it, but I really appreciate it. They never asked how we did it. Never asked. Um so skip forward what was it, about three or four years, Kyle?
2: Yeah, it was a little longer than that, but I, know I had
1: know. I had left. I had gone to another company. I was working in another company. In fact, it may I may have been two companies removed at this point. But it was it was several years later that um did you got a phone call? I guess I guess Kyle got the phone call. What the hell did y'all do? <laughs> Apparently, a sinkhole opened up no in this way. person's backyard <laughs> <Gosh>. and exposed <laughs> everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, there was no doubt in what had happened at that point. And of course, this house had been people had been living in this house for years, oh you know. Gosh. So they had to trace it back before the house was yeah. built because they know what's happened between now and then. And they're like, "This must have been during construction." Well, who was who? Kyle Hawkins. It was Kyle Hawkins because <laughs> he gets his ass chewed. He calls me, "Choose my ass," because <laughs> he stayed there longer than I did. I, oh. I, I left and went took another job, and Kyle stayed there for. Gosh, what another six six eight months yeah
2: we we had a couple of flaky owners there too because uh oh yeah i remember one of the things that uh they really rode me about was we had this one street in particular <laughs> where the backyards were lower than the level of the street so guess what's going to happen every time it rains everything on this whole street turns into a lake so instead of addressing that before they built the houses They just pretended like the situation would go away. Well, it didn't. So eventually they had to put in like a drainage basin. And one of the owners came up with this whole plan to put in a drainage basin, dig this trench, and bust a hole in the backside of a storm drain and run pipe to the back of the storm drain. So he wants me to run the backhoe to dig this trench. I'm not a backhoe operator. I could dig a trench, but I told him, I'll dig it all the way up to here, and then you're going to have to find somebody else because that's where all the oh, gas is.
1: this when was. Don hit but the, hit the whole, gas line?
2: Well, it wasn't Don. It was the professional backhoe operator that he hired to do that. It was an and, explosion. Well, no. There was, there, wasn't no fire. An explosion. there was no fire. But there was no fire. If there would have
1: been. Well, there was no fire, but when he hit it, because I was, was A-H, I was still there when that, that happened,
2: yeah. it was an eight inch A-H gas line that this guy hit The was that he just ripped in half is what he did. Yeah. I was at the other end of the subdivision, which what, a quarter of a mile away? Yeah. And I start smelling gas.
1: Well, I wasn't and too I went, far. I heard him hit it. It was this this boom, just this this loud, yeah. thunderous boom. And then this escaping <sighs> that you could hear for two miles, you could hear this thing. And of course the backhoe guy, you know, his backhoe got damn near blown over. You know, of course, he jumps and runs because he knows exactly what he just did. Um,
2: After I had spent 30 minutes right. telling him exactly where the lines are.
1: Yeah. They did it anyway. So,
2: yeah. And, of course, the gas company had to come out for an emergency repair. <laughs> you talk about getting in trouble. The whole time, I assumed that our owner had gotten permits to do this. No. He had no permission whatsoever. No, no they, they busted a the hole in the back They did of the everything
1: by the seat of their pants. Golly. You remember yeah. Juan? Plus, remember very well. What was Juan's friend? Yeah. What was Juan's friend named? Adrian. Adrian. Juan and Adrian. Adrian. That's right. Juan and Adrian were our. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Whatever <laughs> stereotype. And, and you're exactly correct. But Juan. Was huge. Juan was this big, big boy. I mean, he could pick things up that you're just like, that's not even possible. <laughs> I mean, he, he could pick a truck up and just, where well, do you want it, boss? And that's how he was. He was, he's real slow, real, uh, not stupid so much, but just real simple, you know. And, uh, you know, Juan, go, go pick up that, you know, whatever. Okay, where do you want it? You know, he, there was nothing he didn't think he could do, you know, because no one had told him, you can't do that. It's impossible. So Juan figured he could do everything. Well, anyway, Juan is, uh, They would clean everything up. That was their job. They just clean stuff up. And one day, Juan had the pressure washer. And this is pretty much Juan. And he's he's washing the driveway. You know, 3,000 PSI pressure washer. Wash the driveway. He gets done with the driveway, and he realizes he's got dirt on his feet. (laughs) So he picks up a foot and takes the pressure washer and hits the bottom of his foot with it. Well, you can imagine exactly what happened. Every layer of skin came off the bottom of his foot. It looked like the sole of a shoe just flopped off.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, that was one. Uh, that was that was that was the most horrendous so, thing I ever saw happen out oh there. That gosh. was terrible. So
2: when uh, when my wife was before we got married and when my wife moved to Austin, I hired one to help us unload the moving the truck. Huh. And my wife came up to me. She was like, Kyle that guy's moving my couch. and She said, that guy's moving my couch. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm paying him to do. She's like, yeah, but he's doing it by himself. <laughs> we were on the third floor of an apartment complex. Juan put an entire couch on his shoulder and went up three flights of stairs. Wasn't even breathing heavy when he got to the top. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I said, nobody ever told Juan, Juan, that's impossible. You can't do that. Uh,
2: see, Juan used to crack me up because he would screw with Troy. Uh, he would You know, at the end of the day he'd be loading up all the tools to go put in the shed. Troy would be like, Where are you going? Going to the pawn shop. (laughs) Yeah. To the pawn shop. I'm taking it to the pawn shop.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh I remember one of the painters, I messed up with one of the painters one time. Um, it was when the lottery just came out. The lottery hadn't been out very long. And,
2: oh, this poor guy.
1: Oh, man, it's so funny. So I got the lottery No, number. it wasn't
2: funny. It was sad.
1: I got the lottery numbers from the week before. You know, the winning numbers from the week no, before.
2: No, 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 no. Yeah. Worse than that. Just, no,
1: you're... Just let me finish it. I knew what the numbers were from the week before. Yeah. So I went and bought the exact same numbers. Okay? And then I got the paper that showed the winning numbers. And... How did I get him? How did I give him that lottery ticket? Somehow I was able to get because. him that lottery ticket that had those numbers on it. Or maybe we went to the store and he—I can't remember exactly how I did it—but somehow I got him to buy the lottery ticket with the winning numbers from last week. And he goes back to his job. He goes, "Oh, he never win, man. These things never win. I'm not gonna win. I'm not gonna win." You know, whatever. And so, like the next day, I come in with the newspaper with those numbers all in line. <laughs> Jose, you won. He goes, what? I said, aren't these your numbers? He goes, no, man, no way. I said, look, it's right here in the paper. He pulls his numbers out. and He starts reading. He goes, Holy shit, man. i a millionaire. Oh, my God. And he just, oh, he was ecstatic, man. He was done. The painting crew, we're done. We're leaving. Everybody pack up. We're out of here. I quit. They can kiss my butt. I don't care. We're done. And I let him go for a while. I let him go for a while. I let him go all the way up to the store to verify his number and he walked in to verify his number and the guy said yes sir those are the winning numbers for last week <laughs> he didn't see me for a while because I, I had to leave <laughs> I knew he yeah. was going to kill me <laughs> that man was going to absolutely kill me he had yeah get, whatever you he he had to get you his managed pay crew to get back him. Yeah, exactly.
2: you managed to get him the numbers from, yeah, so his numbers from the Saturday drawing matched the Wednesday drawing.
1: Right, right, I, and I got him to... But he did yeah. Yeah, and so I got him to pick those numbers, you know, and uh, like I said, it was in the paper. It was in yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I just didn't let him see the date of the newspaper. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. Kyle and I have been around each other for way too dang long. Way too dang long.
2: We have done... Uh, a strangely high number of jobs together. I mean, going back to, I think the first business we had was hanging gutters.
1: Oh yeah. 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 We, we, we had the, I,
2: I, I'll tell you. Yeah. I don't know if it was that same summer, but, uh, Troy kind of hooked me up that summer because I was painting. You know, keep in mind, I mean, we're like 14, 15 years old, you know? Uh, in fact, I remember one guy got, Uh, upset with us turned us in because we didn't have a business license 14 14 years old you ain't got a business license i'm just trying to make some money um but i started uh painting addresses on people's Mm. curves
1: yeah yeah
2: and making a few bucks and this lady asked me if i could install a um, a peephole in her door i was like yeah sure i can do that i was like but (laughs) um you, you already have one and she was like, Yeah, but I want one down low for my daughter. Oh, well, that makes more sense. So Troy was working at Sutherlands at the time. And Hard I could doing. buy yeah. stuff at yeah, I could buy stuff at cost when Troy was working. So I could get these peepholes for like 75 cents a piece. So I put it in, and I was like, well, you know, that's something else I can do. I'll put in peepholes for people. And then uh, there was this apartment complex. I put in a couple, you know for the people at the apartment complex. And then I got a call from the lady that managed the apartment complex. And only then did I realize I probably shouldn't be drilling holes in doors that don't belong to these people. Right. <laughs> so I was a little worried about calling the lady back, but as it turns out, it was just the opposite. She wanted me to install peepholes in all the doors in the entire complex. Yeah. So especially since I was getting them for 75 cents a piece, you know. Not a bad
1: gig at all. We had we had paper routes together. We uh, we hung we hung those things. We hung vinyl gutters. We hung vinyl gutters out on beach houses. Hmm. That was tricky, getting on the roof of a beach house. Um, We uh, what else did we do? Sold uh, Christmas trees together. Um, Few I mean we did a few things and then you know big time wise. Um, the first time, you know, Kyle was, Kyle started working insurance right out of college. I went off to the air force, of course, came back. And when I came back and got out of the air force in 93, Kyle was, I think Kyle was in New Orleans at the time. And, uh, I hooked up with this company. He come back in looking for a job. I got him a job there. And then I moved on to another job, and then I hired him as my assistant on that job. Then I got fired from that job. I got screwed on that job. I got fired from that job. Um, anyway, on and on and on. Anyway, then I got another job with this other building company as as a punch out guy. And Kyle was uh, had decided to go back to insurance adjusting, and <laughs> this is how I decided to go insurance adjusting. I started working for Kyle taking his pictures and for free. I would just, you know, I'd go take pictures, and he'd kind of show me this, that, and the other thing. Anyway, and I remember Kyle called me up. I'm on my job with, my, with this guy, and he calls me, he goes, hey, man, I got a big fire out and so-and-so. You want to go look at it? I said, oh, I'd love to. He says, well, you know, come on. So I called my boss. He, I said, man, I said, I got an opportunity to go look at this fire. Do you mind? He goes, no, you work for me. I need you to come back. <laughs> if you don't come back, then consider yourself fired. I said, well, consider myself quit. <laughs> And I quit my job (laughs) to go work for him for free. Um, It worked out because he ended up going somewhere else and I took over his job. And then I ended up, and then, gosh, 40 years later, here we are. 30 years later, here we are.
2: Yeah, actually, July 10th was my, uh, I think, 33rd anniversary. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I was... uh, uh, Troy was right, you know, talking about how I grew up in the business. Except, you know, my dad was what they call an attorney negotiator. So all he typically handled were like auto accidents that involve fatalities, and uh, sometimes uh, lots of fatalities. And I swear I'd never be an adjuster.
1: Yeah, you know, look at you now. Yeah. All right, well we got to go. Oh, man. But, but well, well oh. I was
2: just going to tell Justin one thing that's, you know, uh, and I tell young kids about this all the time, and I talk about me and Troy a lot. And I'll tell them, you know, whatever plan you think you have, that's not the way it's going to work out. Right. Troy Troy joined the Air Force to become a military policeman. Right. Day one. That's everything in his paperwork. Military police. So he uh, goes into the Air Force. And next thing you know, when he's ready to go to his, I guess in the Army would be an MOS. I don't know if they call it the same thing in the Air Force or not, but when he goes essentially from basic training tech to school. the training to, to his first tech school. He's like on the plane and they announced that they're going to the fireman training center, like in Peoria or Champaign. He's yeah. like, no, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm, I'm not a fireman. I'm, I'm a policeman. It's like, no, no, you're a fireman. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a policeman. And they're like, what's your name? Troy Crutchfield. Yeah. Right here. Crutchfield fireman. <laughs> And, yeah, that's when Troy started figuring out that once you're in, they Good. own you. Uncle Sam does whatever
1: <laughs> he wants with you. Well, hey, right. Justin's got to get so home, that's... and okay. uh, we need to wrap this up. And those uh, of you who hung around for after the podcast, uh, obviously we didn't teach anything here, and there was no lesson to be learned. And there was – wait, wait, wait. Who? It was uh, – what was it? Billy Madison, where he said, you know um, – that was the the most horrible answer I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. And everyone in the room is stupider for hearing you speak. <laughs> exactly. I award you no points. <laughs> and may God have mercy may on your God soul. have mercy on your soul. So if you stuck around for this part of the podcast, I award you no points. <laughs> and may God have mercy. <laughs> On your Maybe side. they'll
2: have Jeopardy. Maybe they'll have Jeopardy on demand. So they can get their IQ, you know, back up a little bit.
1: Maybe so. I so, hope so because this de- definitely brought it down a bit. <laughs> we thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all later. yep see ya.